Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to AfterBuzz's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show Reunion Special Part 2. Part 2, Part 2, deuces. I'm your host, Hollywood Leon. Welcome. I have my girls with me. It's just family tonight. You know, this is the second to the last episode. Some people might call this um, the best is yet to come. So speaking of, I got my girl Erica Edwards with me as always. What's up, party people? Hey. Uh, A new mama, a new puppy mama. Hella cute. Okay, Drew J. Hey, boo. Hey, she's. She's sleeping right now. <laughs> Sounds like a hard life right there. <laughs> By that puppy mm-hmm. life. And then coming from Atlanta herself, coming from the ATL, right mm-hmm. next door to Portia, we got Danny B. Hey, boo boo. Hey, y'all. Fresh face on the block. She, 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 OG now. She's been inducted. She's been just a whole season of Atlanta. And, you know, <laughs> tonight's going to be good. We expect a lot of you guys to be watching tonight. And we thank you for the support. We ask you to keep an open mind. You know what I mean? It's going to get fuzzy tonight. Let's just say that. It's an episode of Receipts. Apology tours, haters, 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 a walk-off. Um, let's start with this. It's a continuation of part one. The girls are going at it. Um, you know, it, it's it's really interesting tonight. The dynamics are going to shift. We talk about certain uh, dynamics, and then out of nowhere, people that we wouldn't expect jump into the conversation. So that's going to be interesting tonight. A lot of interesting takes Cheers to your friendship, says uh, Portia <laughs> to Cynthia and Kenya. But it was so boring that Andy was like, you know what? Let's move on. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this is boring. Who cares about your new fake friendship? I'd rather hear about your new family down in California, uh, your blended new family. What do we think about um, this beginning of the episode, Erica? I don't know. I think the whole episode was a little bit slower this week. So I was like, oh, you know, it was it was cute, I guess, to see Cynthia and Mike doing their little, you know, sex talk across the dinner table, making everybody uncomfortable. But I, you know. I had forgotten about that. (laughs) Drew, what did you think about the episode overall? Overall, um, it didn't have the same packed punch, I feel like, as the first reunion episode did. But um, Portia is still my MVP going in from last week. She was just so funny, this this episode. I love her. I think um, there's a few messy things that we'll get into that I'm just like, 
I can't believe we're still talking about this, but overall it was, I'll give it a B plus. Absolutely. I had forgotten all about that, but it was nice to go back and see the families. Danny, tell me, what did you think about the little montage they did on Marlo showcasing her as a Monty? And I like that the boys dress good too. Marlo <laughs> has the boys dressed to the nines, but I expected nothing less from Marlo. Like the way that she dresses, you think she's going to have them coming out with her looking the best? No. I was like, yes, Marlo, you better. You better. But yeah, this episode, I was happy to see Tanya snap just a little bit, even though if it's like a Canadian snap, it's not like a how we be snapping over here, but it was a snap, okay? Absolutely. Um, I love that we had a little flashback to all the families. You know, we mentioned Cynthia's family. We had the Monty. And then we talk about little PJ. Someone straight called her out. They were like, her little shady face. Little baby Dennis <laughs> over there throwing shade, baby Dennis. Um, let's uh, let's get into like the whole fun shade or is it real shade thing? Because the word shade was thrown around <laughs> so much tonight. But you know what? Mm. Some of it was malicious. Some of it was evil. Some of it was premeditated. We're going to get into it. But let's talk about uh, the marching band thing. That's really kind of how it started. We're talking about shade. But then, you know, Kenya's like, it's fun shade. But I don't know. It just, it felt extreme. Of course, Kenya had the receipts to be like, you did it to me first with the drinking of my uh, bottle thing, but it was technically Shamia. What do we think about the opening to this? Um, let's start with Erica. Because Cynthia had the nerve to raise her hand and be like, it was fun, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's so interesting because on one hand, uh, Kenya will be like, it's fun, Shane. And then as soon as you're like, let's be real, then all of a sudden she's like, oh, well, you said the thing about my mother. And, you know, she's sort of in and out of it. I don't think she meant it in a fun way. I think as soon as she feels someone is coming for her, then she's going to do whatever she, you know, she's going to, the rules don't apply to her, period. So, um, so I don't think it was fun. (laughs) And I think, you know, that's kind of something she just threw out there in the moment. True. Yeah. I agree with Erica and also as far as like the everybody was laughing here's the thing I laugh at a lot of things I'm not supposed to laugh at or that I think (laughs) are messed up it doesn't mean that I agree with what you did it just means wow you wild but that was funny but it, it doesn't take away from the fact that what you did wasn't cool and I think that is a big thing and then also the clip that they showed of Marlo talking allegedly talking about Kenya's mother at that um release party she i don't she didn't say anything about the mother. she said something about mark right she didn't say anything about she said something about her mother in the past yeah, she, she said uh that's why mr daly don't be giving you unconditional love exactly he didn't she didn't say her she now granted before i get beat to death by the kenya hive she has talked about it in the past but in the specific thing that kenya was pointing out she wasn't talking about kenya's mama she's talking about mark daly and i mean well, you know what, Drew, you're not so far off. And I'm going to talk about this in detail, like 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 Drew said, because all her receipts had holes in them. The mm-hmm. first one was um, the marching band thing. 
There was a hole in that receipt right there because it was Shamia was the one that drank the water, wasn't Portia. And then in this receipt, she said, you talked about my mom, but it was actually Mark Daly. It was, she said Mark Daly. Um, so that was interesting. Danny, what do you think uh, about this? Was it fun shade? And what do you think about Cynthia raising her hand and saying, it was fun shade? Cynthia, when she raised her hand, I just bowed my eyes. Like, girl, stop. That's your friend, but stop the madness. <laughs> like, that is not fun shade. You Hands will be thrown about that type of fun shade. Stop playing. But Kenya, yeah, the rules don't apply to Kenya. And if you come for her business, even Kenya's one of those people that is like, you say one small thing, you can say like, Kenya, your shoes, your shoe is untied. And she's like, well, bitch, your family is poor. Like everything is just over the top. Exactly. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I mean, you guys, y'all are not gonna like it tonight because I'm just gonna keep it real. I'm just gonna go like in sequence of what happened because right after this, Kenya brought up John and Nini saying, oh, you guys were doing the same thing. You guys were doing the same guy. Then she brought up Juanita. I'm like, isn't, is, am I tripping or is this not you coming for people's marriages? Again. <laughs> That's all she does. And she acts like we didn't see Matt trying to break into her house a few seasons ago. Like, right. girl, you are, you are not the princess and you do not have a prince, okay? Like, stop throwing shoes at people because you look goofy, sis. And Cynthia, you look goofy too, trying to back her up after she keeps dragging you all day. <laughs> goofy. Goofy as hell. <laughs> I've forgotten all about Juanita. Juanita, uh, uh, uh. So freaking funny. Nini is like, oh, so you did talk to her. Because as soon as you get all defensive, like, boy, please get out of here. Mm-hmm. We know you. We know you. Um, I just thought it was really interesting because this is all she does is come after people's relationships it's weird but uh it was nice to see the little flashback of john i'm not gonna lie because i was like a whole different kind of housewives back then y'all remember that kind y'all remember that yes it was so long ago erica what did you think about this whole thing um before we get into tanya uh what do you think about kenya dipping her toes back into the shade about people's relationships because she did bring up Juanita again. I mean, I just think it was so crazy. I mean, it was interesting to see all the flashbacks and stuff. And it's like, your whole thing is, oh, I'm married now. You know, I'm going through this tough time with Mark. No one, you know, no one should come after my family and all of this. And then that's all you're doing. That's all, literally all you're doing. And especially when it came to Mimi, it's like, okay, yeah, Craig is sleeping with it. You know, he, she just came so hard at Mimi. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. girl, come on. Um, I just, uh, everybody watching. Oh. oh. We haven't checked that yet. I feel like I'm hearing myself. Wait. Are you guys hearing that? Mm-hmm. Well, um, if you're watching, we just want to say thank you. We're having some technical issues. That's why we're uploading a little bit later. But please uh, say hi to us in the comments. Leave your best part of the episode and what you liked about the after show tonight. We'll hit you guys up. Be nice. (laughs) Uh, After all, 
you know, we look at it from both sides, both sides, okay? We're going to get into Nini's ass, too, for leaving, too. I'm mad she left. But, uh, <laughs> what do you guys think about Tanya and Cynthia? You know, uh, Cynthia brings up a timeline, which is kind of interesting. It kind of shifted everything. I didn't know that, you know, Kenya had sat on it for so long. What do you guys think about this? And then Portia jumps in and goes, well, that's why the wig part came in. And it was like a volleyball game. You know, Portia just jumped in right there to defend Tanya. That was really interesting. What do you guys think about Cynthia jumping in for Kenya and bringing up a timeline thing? I don't think we knew about this. Did we not, Drew? I don't think so. But I will say as far as Cynthia, birds of a feather flock together. Because she'd be looking like a whole bird defending Kenya because I just think if my if I'm friends with someone and another one of my friends is overreacting and has a piece of information that they're just waiting to drop on someone me as a friend to both parties would at least warn my other friend yo just so you know this is going on and not let someone look goofy like that like I just think Cynthia Cindy is very pretty and she's very poised and yada yada. And I, I think we forget that she can be very shady sometimes. And I think this wasn't an okay move on her behalf. Like, I just think like you're an enabler and you look goofy. So you think she was involved with the cookie lady? <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. I mean, it. listen, when you, if you are just the getaway car and a robbery, you're still part of the robbery. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, what do you think about the part where she said, well, maybe you should come to Brooklyn's party? Because it didn't seem malicious to me, but it did seem like, well, that is an invite to the party. What do you think about yeah. this part, boo? Erica. Well, what's interesting about it, I think, is that, um, you know, she's like, okay, to me, I feel like Cynthia, honestly, and Candy on this kind of come from the same place. Because the way she was like, well, just come to the party was basically, I think, her way of saying, I don't give a F really that much about Tanya. She's new to the show the same way Candy was like, you don't need to ask me my opinion because I don't care about you like that. And I think, you know, obviously she had to knew, know it wasn't going to be smooth sailing. So I think she did it because she doesn't, you know, she's like, whatever, I, you know, she ain't my girl, bring it, bring it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Danny, think about Candy's face. I'm not here to rescue you. <laughs> Candy took me out when she did that, but I mean, it's true in a sense. But at the same time, it's like that. Ting is a nice person. Like you can help her out. You know, it's not like she's a shady person that does the most of you. Like, okay, will you be a shady? Go handle. You know, something by yourself. She's a nice person. You could have been like, girl, this is happening, yada, yada, yada. Or no, Candy could have taken up for her. You know, like if you see everyone was kind of against her in that moment, I would have taken up for her, you know? Like they could have did Giovanna like that. Right. <laughs> I mean. uh, anybody have anything else to add to this thing? Yeah, I think that's just really, I, I agree with Danny. I just feel like for Candy and... For as many times as, especially Cynthia, for as many times as other people have jumped in for Cynthia to defend Cynthia and her have this whole nice girl thing, I would just think, for me, it was just a disappointment in her character because I thought 
the Cynthia that she's portrayed herself to be would be grown enough to be like, that's not cool, Kenya, and then like let Tanya know what's up instead of letting Kenya walk around with this bomb. You know, like that just didn't speak to Cynthia's character the way that I thought Cynthia carried herself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting the distinction that they make between people who are on the show and off the show. Like either way, like even if some random person, you know, in Timbuktu in the country hills, they don't deserve, nobody really deserves to be treated that way. So that's an interesting thing too, where it's like, okay, you know, you're not, you barely on the show. So I don't really have to give you sort of minimal amounts of courtesy or respect, really, you know? So I think that's crazy. I think Portia wants to be on the show. She's like, I have a question from Atlanta. Check me out with that. That's like probably my favorite part of the whole episode. Yay. <laughs> um, you know, they gave us a little uh, Kayla update with Todd's family. You know, we go we go into um, a little bit with all the ladies and it's Candy's turn. Um, and I felt like it was all very Candy-ish answers. Mm-hmm. Um, did I buy the Kayla update? No, I don't buy that they FaceTime every day. I don't buy that they have a great relationship. These are big mm-hmm. words, Bobo. They, mm-hmm. You can be like, they, they talk, you know, they FaceTime <laughs> every couple, you know, you know, like every couple weeks or so. Like I'm close to my dad, very close. We text every day. I'm not FaceTiming him every day. I love my dad, like more than anybody. He's the only parent person I have. I'm going to get bored after 10 minutes on FaceTime with him. Like, so I'm, I'm, that's not going to happen daily. Maybe that's just me though. I just don't believe that Kayla wants to FaceTime Todd every day. Erica. I agree. I think this is just sort of, uh, Candy's way of sort of trying to wrap things up in the end and get it off of her. I think right now Nini is like a big target. So it's kind of like, all right, let me deflect my little storylines and move them right along. Yep, everybody's good. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I think it was just the only slight conflict she had this season. So Candy was like, let me tie it up in a nice bow so we can put it behind us. And exactly. also, I think Todd didn't like how he was getting portrayed and because I feel like people on social media were like, yo, that's weird behavior to have towards your, like, you don't get to just write off your kid. Like, and I feel like everyone like kind of dragged him on social media. So I feel like this is Candy's way of just being like, oh no, we're good. Candy Factory's A1 over here. Yeah. As soon as Candy said that, I was like, the lies. Come on. They, their relationship did not transition like that. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Me and Drew both went, the lies, the lies. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. She was even like, Mama Joyce and Todd are fine. Baby Blaze yeah. made it all better. I'm like, really? I know he I know he got his own Instagram account and stuff, but damn, and he verified, and we ain't verified over here. But still. <laughs> right. The lunch she's probably, like, she's probably like, baby blaze and my wheel. So now everybody's good. <laughs> exactly. The lunchbox trust story is solid. <laughs> uh, Portia jumped in, which was interesting at the very end for Candy too. And I was just like, what's happening? Like everyone is just, it's like, it's, it feels like it's split down the middle, definitely. But I feel like everyone is like all over the place. 
You know what I mean? No matter what, though, Nini is on yeah. one side and Kenya's on the other. Nini. It was interesting tonight, though. I don't, I don't know why Nini and Candy were going so hard. I don't even think Andy understood it. He was like, what is going on? That one was like a battle of the egos or something. Because when he said, when he said that could the only people it could have been were Candy or Kim, I guess I never thought about Kim. Not saying Nini very easily could have directed that at Candy, but when he was like, it only could have been Candy or Kim, I was like, oh, well, if if it was me and I knew how much she hated Kim, I would like my dumbass would just assume it was Kim. I would just be blissfully ignorant to it. But I don't know. It it very easily could have she actually was directing it at Candy. I have no idea. But um Bethany has also had several shows so I mean you know it's 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 sort of a toss-up and I remember when that actually incident was happening and it was so funny that they spent time talking about so much about the things that have happened since the show like just these little pop-ups on Instagram and social media or whatever yeah Yeah. it's interesting to see them go at it it was all about the yeah uh about oh Eva acted for this whole reunion I was like first of all every time something is said Eva has a response to it like even if it's not her battle she's like a yeah uh uh-huh yeah like an instigator just I was like somebody's gonna snatch Eva up like she needs to settle down she was doing the absolute most for me and I also found it like girls sit down when she started crying about the about Kevin. And then instantly after them tears dried up, she started snapping again and having an attitude. Girl, are you gonna be sad? Or are you gonna be shady? Pick one tonight. Because I wanted to feel bad for you. Then you started being shady again. Like you need to pick one. I'm sorry. I absolutely agree with you because like my whole thing was you're being bold because everyone's on Zoom. Because like if y'all were there at the reunion together, you would have been quieter than a church mouse like even Mm -hmm. the spookiest person I've ever seen on house like Kim Fields had more cojones than Eva right she's just she literally probably wrote all those comebacks down before the reunion and it's just like Mike is standing behind the camera with flashcards give them to her as they come because it was just like nobody was asking you sis go feed your baby right both my children are here now they woke up (laughs) but no I just I feel like Eva Eva's just grasping for straws she's looking for that reason to like stay on the show she's she wants people to think she's relevant and like how her behavior tonight just proved it and the Kevin Gates stuff mind you we don't know what's going on and I never want to trigger someone who's been a victim of like domestic abuse but I just think if we're looking at the headlines that have happened in the past year it's like he's not anywhere near you. Yeah, he's causing problems for you all, but like it's not he's not in your backyard. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's not he's not like it it it's weird to me that you keep dragging his name through your storyline with as much abuse as he's put you through. Mm-hmm. It just feels like you're extending it. He sued her, right? Didn't he sue her? And uh he acted crazy in the courtroom, so I think when you bring all that up, it definitely impacts more. And then she broke down because I'm honestly not, don't drag me for this, but I really wasn't feeling too horribly until she started crying. And then I'm like, well, I can't. 
Oh, I gotta cry that you're. <laughs> um, I apologize about the audio issues. If you're listening to us on iTunes, I appreciate it. Just hit that 15 seconds forward if you're hearing the static. Um, I just got my AirPods on. Hopefully, the audio is better for you guys. Uh, once again, sorry about that. But um, like Drew was saying, uh, it was interesting to see the Kevin thing. Um, what do you got? Uh, did you guys feel for evil like that before we move on to Erica? Kind of like what you were saying. I mean, I think this has been something that she's been pitching, you know, for basically since she got on the show. And then it's like, oh, the donor and all of this. And, uh, you know, it's a storyline that she's kind of pulled, you know, just hung on to by a thread. So uh, I think I wasn't, I wasn't totally, you know, feeling it. I'm like, okay, here we go again very much like other housewives have done in the past um until she really started to just really break down it's like okay wow she's really you know feeling it (laughs) she's really feeling it (laughs) yeah i think it's a it's a storyline that is dead at this point and like in the words of cynthia now what else is going on because what else what else are you bringing to the table (laughs) because this is dead and she keeps saying donor, that's that child's father, okay? Like the donor thing, I'm like, okay, we get it. Like you're killing this donor thing. Yeah. Yeah, because like they don't, although they don't have a good relationship, I don't know how he feels towards Marley, but I just feel like my mom and my dad don't have a great relationship at all, but I've never heard my mother or my father speak illy on the other, despite how they felt about each other. And I just feel like no matter this, the scenario like that he he gave me marley he's half of marley like you can say how you want in private but i just feel like on tv where she's gonna eventually see that one day it's just like mm-hmm. kind of tasteless That's just uh me. okay yes um i'm going to talk about what's going on in the twitter sphere that's the sound you heard <laughs> <laughs> The tweet's going out. Y'all are hot on Twitter tonight. Um, I tweeted tonight, Portia for the MVP. Make sure to follow me at Hollywood Leon on Twitter. Uh, but it says, you know, uh, Housewife poll says, so Portia now dislikes Kenyon because she was mean to Tanya and she made a doggy joke at the whole cast. Yeah, that's stupid. Okay. And then House, Housewives historian says, Candy is the only one that has ever been able to keep Nene in check. A far more successful career. Millions more in the bank and a no-bullshit attitude. Nene has never been able to overcome Miss Burris, and she never will. The petty mess says, Andy, when he gets to press his mute button. Um, I really did feel like Andy was having a good time pressing that. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, that was so, so hilarious. That was great. right um you know we they brought it down the line with the ladies we get to dennis i mean we get the porsche i'm sorry we bring up dennis and the montages and it's a lot you know they bring up the 4 a.m girls and everything and you know porsche says i I do kind of wish that we kind of maybe took our time more or, or something you know or I don't know though, but um, it was 
it was interesting to see all of that come in uh, because it was it was a lot. It made it seem like their whole relationship has just been turbulent. What did you guys think about seeing everything about Portia's relationship all over again? I think it made me sad only because like it's been it's clear how much Portia wanted the husband and the child and the you know picture perfect everything and it was so I think we all were so excited to see her finally get the baby that it's almost like we didn't pay as much attention to Dennis and I think it was the same for her but I do appreciate that she's like kind of real about the situation you know like she's not trying to sugarcoat anymore she's like yeah we probably should have waited this is what it is like I respect that from her yeah I agree I mean I respect it of her you know and at the end of the day she's quarantined with them she basically took them back so you know she has to kind of cover to some extent so she's you know so she doesn't feel stupid it was interesting though to see like all the comments Nini like everyone made comments so even the people that she's now like on like team Nini or whatever they all had their little shitty comments to make as well so you know she did hold it really hard against Kenya but it's like everybody else had their little doggy comments as well. So <laughs> after seeing all of the after seeing all of the comments that were made, I was like, okay, I totally agree with Dennis about not wanting a wedding and paying for plates for people that don't care because everybody has something funny to say. You know, and it's like you want to play for all these people that have something funny to say to eat. You won't be eating all my dime. It's not happening, you know? I was like, yeah, girl, after watching this, you should not want a wedding. You should do a small reception or something, but no wedding. We've all seen Sex in the City too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember right. in the first one when she's going to get married in the huge library in New York and it's, it's too big, she forgets about what's really happening between him and her and what happens? It doesn't happen. And in the second one, they have a little court court marriage. So that's what it's about. At the end of the first one, they get married in the courtroom without mm-hmm. no one around because it should be about the love. I feel like they do have too much of an audience. They do have people that want to bring them down. You know what I mean? I feel like it's great to go through the fire and come out at the end of it by yourself with your partner. There's not going to be cameras around forever and there's not going to be everyone around forever. But what's going to be around forever is her daughter with you guys. So um, I don't think the wedding should matter. If we want to really want a wedding, it'll be for TV. You know, and I feel like they have too much to work on. TV ruins everything. Let's look at the statistics. (laughs) Y'all know it's true. Look at the statistics. It never works out on TV. Mm -hmm. Um, Any more comments on that before we get into... Miss Boring, Miss Unforgettable. I mean, Miss Forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, I'm good on that. All right, cool. Well, um, you know, when the when the Beyonce song Irreplaceable came out, a lot of people, it was the same thing as Unforgettable. They were just, they didn't know what the meaning was. They're just saying the opposite. <laughs> of the meaning of the word I'm irreplaceable I'm like okay that okay it's the same thing. 
One of them is unforgettable. Candy's like, that's a good thing. I know I'm unforgettable. <laughs> Eva's like, don't you mean forgettable? Yes, that's what I, forgettable. Miss Boring, Miss Forgettable. Uh, Candy's like, you like my new song? You like my new show? I'm everywhere. And I'm on The Masked Singer. So what? I'm on Fox too. <laughs> what did you guys think about this? They were crazy at each other and everybody was confused. I don't know. I was like, why? What? what is this? Why are they going ham on each other? By the way, Nini wished Candy happy birthday on Instagram today, even while they're feuding in the most passive aggressive way ever. We got mm-hmm. some news coming up. Stay tuned. I feel like they were never really close friends ever. And I just feel like it. whenever they beef, it, it just feels like a clash of the titans. Like, they're both so strong-willed. They're both such, a, like, important parts of this show. Like, the show wouldn't be the same without either of them. And I think they both know their value to the yeah. show. And so it's really just like a pissing contest with them. And Nene normally starts it because Candy really just be chilling in her own lane and Nene's normally like, and another thing, bitch. And <laughs> Candy doesn't back down. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I, I, I agree with that as well. I think a lot of it came down to really that one comment about the other shows on, um, on Bravo. And I think Candy felt some kind of way because her new show was taping and, you know, it just kind of got out of pocket and nobody really cared because they were never that tight anyway. So it just kind of went from zero to a thousand. I do wonder though, why they've gotten, why they have given certain housewives that are not as interesting shows before Nene because Nene is so interesting. It's so funny. And it's like, they just give it to the boring ones. Nene's and then they had keep... her own spinoff before. Yeah, but like, other than that, like a show that can last seasons, you know, not just the wedding one. Well, Candy's, in all fairness, Candy's never had ones that have lasted all seasons. They've been specific ones as well, a wedding one. And the other one was a career one, the Candy Factory. That didn't last too long. I did love yeah. that though, but I feel like <laughs> I have a few. I have a few songs on my on my phone from the Candy Factory, but um, I, I feel like Nene can't really do a show outside of the Housewives because I feel like Housewives is the Nene show, low key. Like I feel like it's just yeah, heavily Nene, you know, like pointed that it wouldn't really make sense to do uh, like another Nene show. She could do a show about like her son and the baby mamas and how they be trying to call her and tag her and show up in weird pay laces. So oh, that is one thing. And then Candy has that new OLG show. I mean, if it's going to air, I don't know what they're doing with it after the shooting or whatever. So I think part of it was it's like, okay, I don't know if I need to see an old lady gang show, but it might be good. Um, so, you know, it's, it's I said I could go for some mac and cheese right now. Um, here's here's the thing about um about the whole candy thing with the, with the shows, in my opinion, uh, that we do need the OLG show because think about it. I think this could actually be good. What if we had like a Vanderpump Rules, but OLG style down in Atlanta? I could fuck with that. 
I can fuck with that. I'm so over regular Vanderpump pools. I'm like, give me an OLG style one, okay? I want to be a black Stassi. <laughs> right. I want to be Stassi so bad. Drew, I love you. That's the best thing you've ever said. But I want to be the black Stassi. <laughs> I'm begging. Um, I would actually be into that if that's how the tone of OLG was going to go. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I can watch a whole show of Mama Joyce. It'll be like Golden Girls. It'll be like Golden Girls, but they're in a restaurant. It'll be great. It's like Golden <laughs> Girls, but she tells you you gained a couple pounds. Like, it would just right. be a lot to deal with. Um, I feel like uh, as the montage rolled on and we started to move away from the Needy and Candy fight, Candy, um, you know, she was going along with the punches, ready to move on. We're all watching the footage to the next thing, but Nini's hot and she just can't get past it. She's monitoring stuff under her breath as she's watching the show. She's getting more hopped up. That by the time they come out of it, Nini walks off again for the second time. And, you know, Miss Moore says it well. She said, she's off set for good. And you know what? I believe it. And it makes me mad. Why did Nini have to walk off? She is the HBIC, like Drew said. Atlanta is a Nini show. Sorry, Kenya people. Sorry, sorry. It, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, it's just apples and oranges. You can't. I don't know. Erica, what do you think? Don't, don't make me out here and drive by myself. <laughs> well, no, a couple things. One thing is I was watching on YouTube and I saw this blogger, I want to say Michelle Brown or something. And um, Nini actually called into the show and said, and she actually, I guess maybe they were taping for like nine hours and she just like an hour and a half. So it'll be interesting to see how they splice it. And her view was that she felt that they basically spent so much time coming after her and then all the discussions of Wendy and they kind of rolled past Candy and Todd and Candy's issues. And so that's what she, you know, that was kind of her anger, which I thought she had a valid point because it did seem like everything was all about, okay, you know, I'm on team NeNe. So, you know, everybody's, even when people weren't really talking about uh, Nini, it always got back to something that Nini did or whatever. So it's a classic weird. story. Yeah. We've seen this so many times. Andy should know better by now. He should know, you know what? I got to take the heat off and go over here because we know if it keeps coming back to her, she's going to walk off. Like, this is classic Nini, in my opinion. Danny, what do you think? Oh, uh, yeah. Andy should have known, especially if it's over the computer and it's just one click away. You should be prepared for somebody to click <laughs> off. <laughs> she said one click yeah. away. <laughs> right. You should be prepared, for, be prepared for all people, especially Nene, to click off. But I wanted Nene to stay and, like, fight, you know? Yeah, I or agree. Whatever. I wanted her to fight as well. Yeah. Tanya said, wow. Nene down. Nene went crazy. Uh, the next episode looks to be interesting. Um it's, you know, like when someone is not invited to the party and they come and you're like, you know, like, remember, you know, like Miss Juicy? Hey! 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 Mm -hmm. hey. What's How y'all doing? <laughs> it's like, nah, no, Yovana. We didn't ask for y'all ass to come, Yovana. Right. You guys have the right color scheme. 
stupid. Exactly. <laughs> Abby. She was like, even we're even we're holding the pizza that goes. I cannot. What up? She looked like Eva when Eva was wearing that gold holding the peach. <laughs> Not matching a damn person. Right. Um, well, um, you know, we only have one more episode to go. A quick prediction. How do you think this is going to go without Nini? Do you think she'll actually come back to the show, Danny? I hope that she comes back, but I think that I don't think that she will. And I think that it's going to be a perfect setup for Yovana to just blame everything on Nini, especially because Nini can't take up for herself and everyone's against her already. So, yeah. True. I do think Nini's going to come back. And I think um, I think they're not showing it to us because I think they want us to think that Nini's just going to bow over. But I, I do think she's coming back. And I do think she's got something for that ass. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Erica. Yeah, I agree. Um, I do think kind of based on the little videos I've seen as well or that Nini's kind of put out there, I think she does come back. Um, and I think it's interesting to see, I guess it'll be interesting. Nini also, I will put this out there, Nini also said that uh, Yovana didn't get paid for you know, her little bit. Like, <laughs> like, she's so thirsty. She'll do anything, even for free. So I was like, what? So yeah, you know. <laughs> Yes, I love it. Nini's like, Yovana, bitch, yo ass didn't even get paid, bitch, whatever. Okay. All those efforts and outings, no dollars, no dollars, no dollars. Nope. Um, some quick news for you guys. I did hear that um, Candy had a birthday party and that people were not social distancing and that there was only like three people wearing masks. Um, it's probably still up on her Instagram story. It's not like I'm the only one that saw it. I did and plenty of comments on Twitter about it. And I also saw that Nini did wish Candy happy birthday via Instagram saying like, look, no matter what happens, I'm still cool with, with Candy. I don't even know where this is coming from. It, it was in the most passive aggressive way that you could ever see, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but um, maybe it's not all that deep. And also, Nini did post a response on why she did leave tonight's reunion on her Instagram. I have the screen grab on It's Bravo Bitch Podcast on Instagram, so check that out. Girls, anything you want to add before we wrap up? No. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I'm Hollywood Leon. It's my favorite day of the week. Thank you so much for watching After Buzz's Real Housewives of Atlanta After Show. You can find me on Instagram and YouTube. While you're here on YouTube, just click on my YouTube channel at Hollywood Leon. Uh, the IG channel's popping. New guests every Wednesday. Uh, where can we find you? What do you want to promote, Miss Danny B? You guys can find me on Instagram at the Danny B. Bye. And uh, Miss OK Drew, what you up to these days? Um, my first episode of Flex in the City comes out at the end of the week. So check that out. And you guys can head over to the land of thirst traps and puppy pictures and find me at OK Drew J. <laughs> I love it. Erica, what are you up to, Miss Attorney? All righty. Well, you can uh, catch me here in After Buzz tomorrow evening at 5 for Killing Eve. You can catch me at nine tomorrow here at AfterBuzz for the worst chefs of America, or you can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A-D as in Lord Edwards. 
Erica, you're going to have to come on to It's Bravo Bitch this Wednesday and let me know how Sonia did on Worst Cooks. Oh, for uh, sure. For sure, because she barely knows how to use a toaster oven. It's killing me. I can't wait. <laughs> come on, boo-boo. We're going to need you. Uh, make sure to check us out. we got a lot of projects coming for you guys. I know we're all at home. We're trying to stay safe. But we're here making content for you guys because we love and support you guys. So make sure to check out the links we all mentioned. We work really, really hard and we really appreciate you guys. And we just want to keep it going, you guys. You, if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't really have anything. So we really just want you guys to explore the land uh, that we're offering here. Um, we love you guys and we'll see you next Sunday for the last reunion. Bye. Bye, guys. Ciao for now, folks. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. It was definitely low.